Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Dion Erica, and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. Today, this is episode two of our spiritual journey series. And in this series, we're going to talk about the how. How do we make that spiritual connection? So in episode one, we talked about where to begin. And we decided that, or rather I shared that the space to begin is really about getting still. It starts there. So episode two, we're going to talk about how, now that we've started practicing the ways in which to get still so that we can make that spiritual connection, we're going to talk about how we do that. So there are a couple of different ways in which we can make that connection. And let me just be clear, when we talk about making a connection, we're talking about making a connection to the other world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear everybody going, okay, what the heck is she talking about? So let's talk about that. What is the other world? The other world is actually a place where our ancestors and deities dwell. That's what I call it in my spiritual practice. It's the other world. So some may be going, but suppose I'm not practicing any particular religious order. Who can I talk to? Well, the mere fact that you're here means that there are people connected to you who are there and they're your ancestors. And whether you know them or not, they still exist. You do not have to know them. The important thing is that they know you and they are waiting for you to make a connection to them. You don't have to know their names. Connecting with your ancestors on the other side in the other world is the best example of it's not who you know, it's who knows you. You don't have to know them. The important thing is that they know you, which is why you can simply say, Ancestors, ancestors, I speak to you. Please respond to me. Boom, bada bop, bada boop. You've put it out. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. They will know who you are and then they will start responding. So, the other world, who dwells there? Our ancestors. There are actually two spiritual courts. Your first court are your ancestors and your spirit guides, your angels, your guardian angels, your spiritual head. Depending on the religious practice that you follow, you can have a number of names for this. These spiritual guides. Some may know them as Loas if you're practicing Vodou or Vodun. Some may know them as um, Orishas if you're practicing the Yoruba religion or Ifa. So depending on what it is that you are practicing, you may call them by a different name. At the end of the day, they do have similar, fairly parallel practices, meaning that they're there to guide, they're there to protect. You can invoke their assistance depending on what it is that you're trying to navigate on this physical plane. So that's the connection that you're making. That's the who you're connecting to on the other side. So first you get still, which is what we talked about in episode one. And now we're talking about how do you connect to that, those spirits on the other side. There are a couple of ways that we actually do that. One, probably one of the most popular ways, is that we get a tarot card reading. There is someone, a practitioner, who is skilled at doing this. They read the cards. They tell you. 
uh, if you have questions about your past, you may have questions about something that's going on in your life right now. You may want guidance about a career decision, a life decision, a romance decision, a financial situation, whatever this, the, the case is. So you may go to a tarot card reader. Another how that we may have for connecting to that other world is through astrological charts. You can have someone do your astrological chart and there you're incorporating the position of the, the sun and the moon at the time and the planets at the time that you came to this plane, meaning Earth. And again, with that connection, what was happening and where were these others of the universe, so to speak. Where were they? The planets, the sun, the moon. Where were they and what did it mean at the time of your arrival here? The other thing that you can also have done is an Akashic record reading. Now, let me just say this. I was recently referred to this by a friend of mine and he raved about it and I was like, I had no idea what this was. Well, let me tell you something. I've done the astrological reading. I've had tarot cards reading. But an Akashic record reading, simply amazing. It's a combination of tarot cards and the astrological chart, but it adds an element of giving you your past, past lives, information about those past lives, the connection to some of those probably intrinsic feelings that you have about what it is that you're doing, the urgings that you have, some talents and some skills that you have. And then you're able to ask of the record, well, specific questions. What should I be doing about ABC? What about XYZ? With any of these, the mission is the same. You have answers about your mission, your purpose, why are you here, what is it that you're supposed to be doing, what does this life hold for me, and that's the reason that you are making this connection, that's the reason that you're on this spiritual journey, that's the reason that you're asking for this guidance, because you want answers to these oh-so-urgent and critical questions. And since you can't get them from a person on this plane who, you know, we're all here on this journey with the same questions. So you go to those who have that connection with the other world and can help you and guide you to receive those answers. Here's my advice when you're on this spiritual journey, however, and you're asking these questions. Be clear about what it is Number one, that you want to know, and then be willing to follow through and follow up on the guidance that you have been given, number two. And number three, recognize that the reason that people get more than one in their lifetime, one of these readings, is because things change. Life is a fluid, evolving thing. So circumstances may change. Your relationships change. You're in a different place mentally, emotionally, and physically. And therefore, that's why you are constantly having conversations with your ancestors and with those on the other side in the other world because you know that things are changing. And as they change, then what you are going to do, what you want to do, what you are led to do, that too will change because that's the very nature of being on this physical plane. So that's the how. How am I connecting to the other world? 
you're using any of the methods that I described. Once you start with being still and having those conversations with your ancestors, like I said, you don't have to know their names. They know who you are. Once you start having those conversations in that still space and you start receiving the answers, you will find that you may or may not go to a astrological reader or a tarot reader or get your Akashic record reading done. You may be able to get the answers directly from the ancestors to you, directly from your spirit guides to you. At the end of the day, it is really important that you understand the messages that you are receiving and that you are able to have that connection with the other side. So don't get so much attached to, well, one is right or wrong, or one is better than the other. Really, it's about making sure that the person who you are engaged with in performing these services, that they're actually genuine and authentic in terms of knowing what it is that they're doing. It can't be someone who watched it on YouTube and then they're like, well, heck, I'm going to charge you $100. It can't be someone who will, you know, I taught myself and I did a an online course for about an hour or two hours and now I'm an expert. And you will be able to know this to some degree and extent. Number one, do they ask a lot of questions before they do the reading? And number two, is it resonating with you? If you go for any kind of reading, which again is your way of trying to find a way, a method to connect to the other world and it doesn't resonate with you, then it's not for you. We have built-in alarm systems and they will go off. That's what known is known as that feeling in your gut, that tingling in your ear, that tap on the shoulder, makes your hair stand up, makes you have goosebumps when it's 90 degrees. These are signs that, you know what, this may not be for you. Find another way of communicating with me, says the ancestors and your spirit guides from the other world. Not every method of communication works for everybody. Not everybody likes to use a cell phone. Very few people still have a landline. Some people will not text, call them. There is a way in which communication, certain types and methods of communication work better. You have a clearer connection. You feel better about the communication. You can hear more clearly. The same is true when you're on the spiritual journey and you're making that connection with the other world. My mission, my goal, is to help us to remember and to help us to understand what it is that we're doing and how we're navigating on this plane. Do not, and I may have said this in previous recordings, I'm going to say it again because it's still true, do not look for two-dimensional answers about a five-dimensional issue. When you're communicating with the other world, that's a five-dimensional level. Do not look for two-dimension, which is where we live. A two-dimensional experience is what we're having. Don't look for those explanations to a five-dimensional experience. Do not look for a physical explanation of a spiritual experience. 
Because see, once we start mixing and mingling that, then we're losing the whole benefit of it being a spiritual, a higher, a deeper experience, because then we're going to dilute it by overanalyzing, pulling it apart, and then making it fit into this physical realm. I urge you, don't do that. Don't do that. You will not benefit from it, and you will walk away from the experience feeling even more frustrated and way less fulfilled than when you even started down that path. So again, how? How do we make that connection to the other world? How do we make that connection to our ancestors? How do we make that connection to our spirit guides? You get still, which is what we talked about in episode two, one, I'm sorry, what we talked about in episode one. And then here we're talking about pick a method that resonates with you and that you feel comfortable with. I do hope that you are at least exploring this and that you're getting ideas about going down the spiritual path and that these ideas, these suggestions, these conversations, the information that's being shared is helpful to you because that's what the purpose and the mission is. Sometimes there are things that we just want to process by ourselves in the privacy of our own space with no one else there. And the purpose of sharing this spiritual series is because so many people have said to me, you know what? There are things that I've always wanted to know, but I didn't know who to ask because I felt as if they were very basic and everybody else already knows. And I may be the only one who doesn't. So if you happen to be one of those people, I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. There are lots of people out there with the same questions. And my goal is that this podcast, this particular spiritual journey series is helping you with those questions that you have about how do I pursue this spiritual journey? Where do I go? What do I do? And how do I do it? Challenge of the week. Try one of these methods of connecting to your ancestors and please share what that experience is by sending an email to indutimepodcast at gmail.com. Again, indutimepodcast at gmail.com. Also, the Akashic Record reading that I got was simply amazing. If you would like her information, please reach out to me and I will gladly send it to you. Again, you can send me an email at indutimepodcast at gmail.com. You can also send me an email by going to my website. You can send me an email info at dnerica.com. Again, info at dnerica.com. It is always, always, always a pleasure sharing my time with you. I thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. I know that we will talk again and soon. And in the meantime, take care.